Welcome to the Writer's Corner, a special episode edition of The Power Within Her, where we're all about learning how to write books. My name's Megan, and I'm a super enthusiastic author, future publisher, and current writing coach with 10 years of writing and teaching experience. Now, I'm on a mission to empower you to write the story that I know you're itching to write. Because, girlfriend, your voice and experience in story matters. So together, we're going to lean into the fear, dance with doubt, and have some fun as we develop the skills and mindset you need to write your own book. Are you ready to begin your journey to be an author? All right then, let's turn the page. Hey there, my friend. Welcome to another Writer's Corner episode. I am so excited to be chatting with you today about expanding our imaginations, which is absolutely crucial for any writer. Whether you are writing a romance novel or a mystery novel or a memoir or a business book, or honestly, even creating content for your business. Imagination is a crucial part to writing or creating anything. And of course, before we dive into some tactical ways that we can expand our imagination, you know, (laughs) if you've listened to this podcast, that we have got to start with a definition. So by definition, imagination is the faculty or action of forming new ideas or images or concepts. In other words, it's the ability of the mind to be creative or resourceful. So that's the definition. And then when we read in between the lines, imagination to me is truly about birth, (laughs) which I know sounds really weird. But when you come up with a book idea or a piece of content for your social media, you are literally birthing this idea into existence. There's no way around it, right? (laughs) You are literally birthing the idea into existence and you are creating something out of thin air. And that is so freaking cool. So Without a strong and active imagination, it is incredibly difficult, if not impossible, to come up with ideas for books or ideas for courses or content or, you know, for how to serve your community in meaningful and empowering ways. We need a strong imagination, the ability to form new ideas in order to make these things a reality, right? And one of my superpowers as a human being is idea generation. I am a wealth (laughs) of ideas. And so just to illustrate this to you, (laughs) um, if you came to me tomorrow and we chatted a little bit and you told me about your life and your goals and your business, I could 100% guarantee that I could come up with a fully fledged nonfiction book idea for you. Or on the other side of the the fence, if you want to be a fiction writer, if you want to be a novelist and you were like, oh my gosh, I love the, you know, mystery genre, I could probably give you 10 ideas in 20 minutes for a book idea, right? And I don't say these things to brag, right? Like if you know me, if you if you listen to this podcast, if you have been a listener of this podcast for a long time, you know that I don't say these things from a place of high and mighty and bragging, right? I say these things because I am confident in and I am proud of my idea generation ability, which is why I want to share with you the tactical ways that I've been able to um, you know, be such a, a good idea generator and how I've been able to expand my imagination over the years because I know that the ideas that you've got inside of you for a book or a course or content for social media, they need to be out in the world. They absolutely need to be out in the world because some woman needs to hear what you have to say, right? 
So let's get into it. Let's get into the three concrete intangible ways that I have been able to expand my imagination to create ideas. Number one is silence. And I don't know if you connect to this or not, but the older I get, the more I feel like there's this expectation or even this pressure in our society to multitask, right? So for example, if you are cooking or you're curling your hair before work in the morning or you're going for a run, chances are you've got a podcast playing (laughs) or a book going or music playing in your ear. It is very rare that you're just sitting there with silence, especially when we're doing something else. And I don't say this from an accusatory point of view (laughs) whatsoever. I like whenever I curl my hair and if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I curl my hair a lot. (laughs) I am typically listening to a podcast or a book, right? Like we all do it, right? But I think and, and so anyway, back to, I'm losing my train of thought here, <laughs> back to to the idea of multitasking, right? I think that we are always filling up silence in our lives with something because we're busy women, right? And if we don't listen to the podcast while we're getting ready for work, then we're never going to have time to listen to it, right? Or maybe it's not time-based um, for you at all, right? Maybe you fill up the silence, uh, silences in your life with podcast books and music because it can be uncomfortable or even boring to sit in silence, right? But regardless of why you are filling up the silence in your life, the point is that it happens a lot, <laughs> right? Which I have learned over the years that it can actually cut us off from our imagination. Of course, listening to podcasts and books and music can absolutely inspire an idea, right? Like that's happened to me tons of times. Um, And these things, books, podcasts, music, all of it is really crucial to our growth and to our entertainment, right? Those things are awesome. Those things are valuable. But seriously, if all you're hearing are other people's ideas and other people's stories and lyrics, how can you expect to then make room for your own, right? And man, that is a powerful question, right? So when we make time and space for silence in our lives, then we can finally allow ourselves to think, right? And that's what also then allows our imagination to be able to meander around, right? Silence while curling my hair one morning um, last spring. So if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm a teacher. And like I said before, (laughs) I tend to curl my hair a lot. And so there was this one morning where I was curling my hair and this, and, and I was in silence, right? Like I actually wasn't listening to a podcast or a book or anything like that. I was curling my hair in silence and I had this extremely like random and raw and cool idea for the romance novel that I'm now currently working on, right? And so without the silence that I invited into my life and made space for, I would not have had the the time or the space to allow my imagination to wander and to make space in my mind for that idea, right? Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully you're picking up what I'm putting down here. So if you want to expand your imagination, you've got to make space and room for silence in your life. Obviously, still would love (laughs) for both of us to be listening to podcasts and books and music, but I do think it's important to be able to balance it out with silence sometimes too, right? Because it's silence that allows us to make space for ideas. And that brings me to number two, which is curiosity. And this really goes hand in hand with silence. When we are 
allowing our mind to wander into a million different places and possibilities for ideas for our books or for our content, we can also start to get curious or wonder about a specific idea that our wandering mind has uncovered through the silence that really catches our attention, right? So, you know, that's that's the thing about our wandering minds, right? We can uncover a million ideas, but we're not going to be passionate about all of them, right? So when we give ourselves the time and the space to be curious about the ideas that we're excited about, we can then walk down that idea path and we can ask ourselves questions that are going to prompt further exploration of that idea, right? So we're going to be wondering. We're going to wander and then we're going to wonder, <laughs> Hopefully that makes sense. But to to illustrate this um, further for you, I want to share an example. So with the first romance novel I ever um, started writing, I literally asked myself one wonder-based question, which was, I wonder what our relationship would have looked like if when we met, so like my husband Roger and I, right, what our relationship could have looked like when we met if we hated each other instead of hitting it off so well. What might that have looked like? And, you know, 70,000 words spun from that single question, right? I hope that you are loving today's episode, my friend, but I just had to pop in real fast to tell you about my first writing resource, which launched on my website on August 8th, 2023. So this resource came about because I spoke with women in my community on Instagram about their writing concerns. And so many of them told me that they worry about being able to describe things, which is why I went on to create a character resource for fiction writers. It's literally designed to empower you as the writer to describe your characters in your novel with ease, efficiency, and fun. And Let's be real. When we are writing, it can be so hard to come up with on the spot or to figure out how on the spot to describe aspects of a character. I know that in the past I have totally gotten hung up on ways to describe a character's eye color or their eye movement or what their eyebrows are doing when they're upset. (laughs) If you know, you know, right? And you know, when we get hung up on these things, it can slow our writing down it can, and it can make us so freaking frustrated, right? Which we do not want. And that is exactly why I've created this character resource for us because I use it too, girl. <laughs> it's got dozens upon dozens of options for colors and clothing and body language and body type and facial structure and hair color and eyebrow movement and so much more. Basically, it's got everything you need to bring your character to life in the most unique and vivid ways possible. So if you also get hung up on how to describe your characters and you want to describe your characters with more ease, efficiency, and fun, I have got you, girlfriend. Head on over to my website, meggymarie.com, to check it out. This character resource is a 10-plus page PDF that is a one-time downloadable purchase that costs you la- costs you less than the national average for a cup of coffee. It is a freaking steal and it is packed with so much information and so many options to bring your character to life. So I am just so excited about this. I hope you're excited about it too. Again, if you want to check it out or you're interested at all, it's available on my website at meggymarie.com. And now let's get back to today's episode. Which honestly is just so wild to me (laughs) and so cool and just demonstrates the power of curiosity, the power of wondering. And 
if you listen to the podcast, you you know that I haven't finished that novel yet, right? And I stress the word yet. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I got a little bit derailed, as I've said before on the podcast. Like, the pacing is horrifically off, and it's just like there's tons of issues with it, right? But I do plan on revisiting that novel and finishing that story here at some point in the next couple of years. But my point is that giving myself the time and the space to get curious and to wonder about the idea that that question of, you know, what would our relationship look like if Roger and I hated each other (laughs) when we first met rather than hitting it off was what allowed me to, not allowed me, allowed my imagination to really ignite because wonder inherently is an invitation to create, right? Wonder is an invitation to create. And that is just so cool. So for example, when we say things like, I wonder what an intuitive business book would look like, or I wonder what a content creation business would look like, or I wonder what a social media course would look like, we are literally inviting our imagination to create something from nothing to answer that question. So If you want to expand your imagination, you've got to make space for curiosity for the ideas that really snag your attention and to be sure to play those ideas out. See where they could go. See how far your imagination can take you simply by wondering more about the idea. And last but not least, that brings me to number three, which is don't judge. (laughs) Nothing, my friend. Nothing shuts down our imagination or kills the potential of a new idea more than judgment. Don't get me wrong, we absolutely need to challenge our ideas and to receive constructive feedback on them at the right place and at the right time in the idea creation process. But so often I hear writers or creators judging their ideas five seconds (laughs) after the words have left their mouths. And My wonderful, wonderful husband is a prime example of that. We have had countless conversations about his ideas for horror books and five seconds later he'll dismiss the idea or he'll find an excuse not to move forward with it before he's given it a chance. And, you know, I (laughs) I always say, no, 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 don't judge it. Like, let's just, just sit with the possibility of the idea for a while before we shove it off, right? The point is that when we judge our ideas, we are self-sabotaging and it's plain and simple. Our premature judgment of the idea winds up killing the idea before it's truly had a chance to take root and to grow into the potential of an idea for a book or a business or a piece of content or a course, right? That we are proud of and we're excited about. So if you want to expand your imagination, you can't be judging ideas (laughs) left and right before they've had time to unfurl and take shape. So that said, my friend, those are my three tactical ways to expand your imagination. And real quick recap, (laughs) they are number one, embrace silence. If you are constantly listening to other people's ideas, you're never going to have space for your own to develop. Obviously, huge proponent and fan of podcasts and books and music, right? But also don't be afraid to sit in silence in your life every now and again, right? Maybe once a week instead of listening to a podcast when you drive to work or while you're curling your hair, you just allow yourself to sit in the silence and to soak it up and to see what ideas spring from that, right? Two, 
Get curious. Once you allow your mind to wander, you can then deep dive into an idea by wondering about it, right? We first got to wander, then we can wonder, (laughs) which can help our imagination expand and you can really see what the idea is and when you go forward down that path, whether it's aligned for you or not, right? Whether it's an idea that you want to fully explore or not. And then number three is don't judge. (laughs) Because when we judge our ideas, we kill them before we've had a chance to see what they could become. So again, those are my three tactical ways to expand your imagination. I hope that you found something of value in this episode. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you want to you know, if you want someone to bounce ideas off of or someone to just share ideas with, you know where you can find me on Instagram at dr.meggymarie, D-R.M-E-G-G-Y-M-A-R-I-E. I love you. I would love to hear from you. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Happy writing and we'll chat again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could either share it on social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you for listening in. Or you could leave a review of the podcast to increase searchability of the power within her so that more women can listen in and grow with us. Either way, I am so grateful that you're here with me spreading the important message about critical thinking and self-empowerment.